Hey guys, I'm Whitney. And I'm Kylie. Welcome to the Midwest Farm Wives Podcast, where we will be sharing all things motherhood, farming, faith, rural living, and so much more. So grab your favorite beverage of choice and come hang out with your two farm wife besties. We are so happy you're here with us. This episode is brought to you by the Farm Smart Podcast. Subscribe now at NutrienAgSolutions.com slash FarmSmart. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Midwest Farm Wives podcast. We are so excited to be back this week starting our harvest series, harvest prep series, harvest series. We'll call it that. <laughs> Go with that. <laughs> just verbally thinking out loud, what sounds better? <laughs> and then just say it. Harvest prep. Harvest. Probably just harvest series because we're going to take this throughout harvest, hopefully. Right? We're going to do it. We're going to make it happen. Remember that one year that you had to record by yourself and you hated it? <laughs> I don't remember that. Well, we tried to record and I was in the grain cart and I had no service. So then you just did an episode by yourself. Oh, I'm sure that was good. I'm sure that was like most listened to ever. I could never record by myself. It's I like did love to interview somebody or talk with you, but ain't doing it by myself. I did love the episode last week, last Sunday, not very oh, long yeah. ago. He um, was so inspirational. Yeah, he was. He really was. Such did, a has Jordan listened yet? Because I shouted out, did you hear? I said Jordan's gonna be so jealous. I did not. Um, I don't. I very much could have been very paying much attention to my kids at that point, but um, he might have listened. He and I both mowed at like eight p.m. last night, and he was turning it on, and he said, "Why is everything so fast on the podcast?" So he got off his mower, walked his phone over to me, and he'd hit like one point five speed. <laughs> And he was just I was gonna very overwhelmed. Did I mess something up? No, heavens no. Um, but I don't know what episode he was listening to. It had our logo, but I didn't look at the episode. So I'll have to ask him back. And then it makes I'll- you sound like a chipmunk when it's like 1.5. I also, talking about mowing at 8 p.m., my eyes were matted shut this morning. I think the pollen count is super high here oh. and it is so dry and dusty. And I just blew dust in my eyes the way that I was mowing because um, I couldn't see anything because it was dark. I had my lights on on my mower oh. and uh, took a shower. And this morning, my eyes was like picking dust crusties out of them. Or I think the worst after you mow is your ears. But that- With the Farm Smart Podcast, we're not just talking change. We're making change together. Farm Smart is where sustainability meets opportunity. We're helping growers leverage sustainable practices and products to record positive environmental impacts and provide new revenue streams. Tune in to learn more about sustainable ag and the opportunities and incentives that are enabling us to get to the future faster. Get the Farm Smart podcast on your favorite streaming platform or at nutrientagsolutions.com slash farmsmart. It might just be me. Your ears? What's like how just full of dirt they get. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought you meant like they were plugged or having no. trouble. No, just like Q-tip dirty. Our allergies have been for real bad for like two months. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. I don't really, I didn't think a lot was blooming right now. I feel like everything's dying, but I guess probably the dust and harvest starting. We're also getting fire. Smoke. Residue, like smoke from Canada Mm. right now, maybe. Is it where that's from? I don't know, but it's been bad. Yeah. We don't normally see that down here, but I will say this summer we've had a couple days where the smoke has looked, I mean, we just had a hazy sky. Air quality. Yeah, probably was your humidity captures most of that. Lovely humidity. Love it. 
Okay, today in series one of our Harvest series, podcast one. <laughs> How many times can you say series? Our first episode of our Harvest series, we are going to talk about farm safety because it is National Farm and Safety Week. Is that right? Yeah, it is. Wow, 17th to the... So is it 24th? Does it go all the way to Farm the- and Safety Week? Okay, perfect. Yeah, I think it goes Sunday to Sunday. And as farmers, farm families, that's like number one when you're raising kids. I think oh, a lot my. of people, a lot of people that aren't in agriculture kind of look at us and think, oh my gosh, you're you're letting your 10-year-old drive. And it's like, we live a very different life than a lot of people, but we do it safely. 100%. Um, more cautious than anyone, I think. Not, not than anyone, someone else listening that's not a farmer is going to be like, no, we're cautious too, but- right. We are extra cautious. We are overly cautious, more so than the average person. Right. And I think what people have to understand, I I especially think of like you and me, you guys would probably never let Rhett drive when he's 10 because you're all pavement, highways. I mean, you you may someday, but you are not back roads like us. We would let them, we would definitely let him operate like in field, but it would be, he would, if he's going to move equipment on the highway, I, I don't, we haven't crossed that bridge yet. He's only eight, but I know Jordan started running tractors when he was seven, but I don't think he took them down the highway. Right. And like Bodie's only ever driven a pickup, but still like we could drive 10 miles of our roads and not pass anyone. Right. It's just how it could be one day. The terrain is so different. So if you're listening to this and your farm safety is a little different than ours, it's okay. We 100% understand that lives are different in different zones, zones, areas, whatever. I think just to paint the picture of where we each are at, um, I'm in Northeast Missouri and we have paved roads everywhere. There are gravel roads. We do farm off gravel roads, but to get from point A to point B, you have to touch paved surface somewhere and our roads are heavily traveled um they are missouri has your primary highways which are numbered highways and then we have secondary highways which are lettered highways and we have tons and tons and tons of secondary highways with no shoulder they're just really crappy asphalted back roads then gravel um it's just very different as opposed to you yours is all gravel and all flat and wide well, we, can gravel. Move, we can move 40 miles and never touch pavement and it's wide gravel like i just remember right. coming into western kansas and it wasn't i think i had in my mind that it was like gonna be barren and it's not it's beautiful but there's just the you have main highways and then you have nothing you have gravel right for miles yeah like we and i know i don't know if you guys don't but i've seen like a lot of people in your guys area you don't move with headers on like we have wide enough roads we move with headers on we we can just get over in a flat shoulder and let somebody buy we do this year have a john deere folding header so we will be moving with a header on but yeah typically no we would take up the entire road and cut somebody's top of their car off right <laughs> not not, not ideal not ideal. No. Mm-mm. Yeah. So farm and safety is super important. I know we've heard, we've all heard those tragic stories of green bin encapsulations, um, kids losing their life just by random freak accident, husbands, farmer, or, you know, husbands, sons, dads, just because somebody, one, most of the time they're just accidents, but sometimes it's because we weren't taking enough time. We weren't being patient enough. Mm-hmm. Um, but off, I mean, they are always accidents. Let me rephrase. I don't want someone to listen to this and feel like, 
Like it wasn't an accident. It was always an accident, right? But how can we prevent those accidents or how can we do our best to prevent those accidents and all that we can do? Right. So we just, we've compiled some tips um, of our own and of from other people and we're just going to go through them. Yeah. And just to daily topic focus, I, I hopped on the um, National Education Center for Agriculture Safety. The theme for this year's Farm and Safety Week are no one can take your place, which is so true. Oh, it is. And the daily topics of focus were Monday, equipment and rural roadway safety, which is what we were just talking about, moving equipment. Tuesday was health and wellness. Wednesday's priority populations. I, I haven't looked into that one yet. That's today. Thursday is confined spaces and Friday is brain health. So it's so fascinating. And I'm really happy that they have these webinars for free mm-hmm. available on this NECASAG.org, National Farm and Safety and Health Week. Um, yep. And actually, I think any Farm Bureau in any state also offers like a fun coloring page or like a like a little workbook for your kids to go through if you ever want to do that. Yeah. And even our local um, Audrain County public or health. <laughs> We're so hard today. Mm-hmm. Um, health office. Health office. You guys have health office, like county health offices. Yep. They sent out a flyer to, I don't know if it was to everyone or everyone registered as farmers or what, but we got a, um, just a little one sheet, eight and a half by 11 sheet piece of paper that at least highlighted the week. And I thought that was really nice. That is cool. Well, a lot of people don't know what it is or that it's an actual thing. Yeah. Until you're affected by it, then you actually know. So I'll start. So Monday was road safety. Is that what you said? Monday yep. was yes, ma'am. So we just had an accident in our town, actually, where a chemical delivery truck was he was signaling, but the sun sometimes. And I know Bart has struggled with this with his sprayer trailer. So we have blinkies on it. I mean, there's a better word for that, but blinkies that constantly blink that he's oversized. And he said, you will never believe the amount of people that do not pay attention to his blinker because those are already blinking. And so a, a huge tip for anyone, farmer, rancher or not, never pass equipment on the left side without knowing that they are not turning somewhere. So we had a chemical delivery truck. Um, he was turning left into our Helena and the another, it was another truck, did not see his blinker and tried to pass him on the left as he was turning and like took out the front of the hood of the other truck. They both ended up in the field. It was like really scary. And it was an older guy that we know really well. And Bart said he was so shook up because he kept blaming himself. And I said, people can't blame themselves for that when you had your blinker on. He said, I should have been watching. You know, some people just do that. And it's like, no, you can never pass on the left safe enough without being very aware that somebody's turning. And even when farm equipment or trucks are turning to the right, you cannot pass on the left. They have to swing really wide to get into some of those approaches. And it's just really, really unsafe for you as a driver and the operator and whatever is in front of you if you try to pass too quick. Yeah, I have so many questions. Why we, if they were slowing down, why they were passing? Right, in the place like mm. in a hurry, so frustrating. Um, and even the road safety. I, every year since I created it, I post a picture of Jordan in the quad track on the highway, 
and it says, you know, he's somebody, someone, and that. So I did that the first year. It was poetic. It felt really creative, and I loved it. And I sent it, and it was just really heartfelt. It was true. Um, if you haven't read it, by all means, head to over to Instagram and, and see that post. But it, after the first year, I had a lot of backlash of like, she's someone, someone too, because we do have so many women in agriculture. And as a woman who doesn't necessarily drive equipment, but I have so many friends who do, I also was like, oh, I understand. So at the bottom, it says she, her, sub all the he's, him's, and his with she, hers, and whatever. So then it's every year I share it and it gets shared around widely because it is so important. We're all getting back into the field. We're all, we're all putting our people's lives in safety. But in addition, we're also having, we're blocking traffic. Mm -hmm. And if you're not paying attention, it's really easy, especially with smaller equipment to come up on it very quickly. You would still be really surprised at the hostility from people who aren't farmers. And I get get to where they're going. Oh my gosh. The picture that I took, Jordan had just pulled out of the driveway and he was in the center lane. We didn't have anybody coming either way. We were just um, going up to the next road. And you know, why wouldn't you drive in the center if you had an option? Um, oh my gosh. So many people have so many hateful comments. Well, why is that guy in the center of the road um, taking up all our space? And just so many things to say. And this has nothing to do. There's no, there's no helpful conversation here besides the right. fact that like it's so important that we still talk about stuff like this and about how we have to get from point A to point B. And in our area, gravel's not an option. Right. You cannot take gravel everywhere. Well, and like you like you alluded to, it's someone, someone, and they're not trying, we are not trying to ruin your day, mm-hmm. slow you down, make you late, any of those things. And there's a, there's a good clip from Ohio Farm Bureau out and it says um, something to the fact that we can all get where we're going safely and in a timely manner if we just both both of us use compassion and get over when we can. And like in our instance, even when we have wide roads, if I see a tractor with a disc is coming towards me and I have an approach, I'll just get over. Like you just get by. I can wait the five minutes I need to wait and then I'll go. So did, much. It, did it ruin my entire day? No, it was five minutes. I was already late anyway. Right. <laughs> Usually <laughs> am. <laughs> Usually am. At the beginning of my uh, farm life. I was, I would have to drive from New London to Vandalia and it's a 25 minute drive and I would get behind farm equipment or something and I'd get there and be like, Oh, I was stuck behind a tractor. Oh, well actually you were late. Yeah. Actually me, like you being me, I was just late. And yeah, I got stuck behind a tractor, which made me extra late, but that was not their fault. So. Right. Um, okay. Let's talk about, let's just narrow this down and um, get a few more helpful tips and tricks out for people just wanting to be aware of farm safety, people mm-hmm. for people to share with others about farm safety. Um, what are some of those top tips? Because I know you used to do Safety Sunday. So you have no, I haven't done it forever. So I'm going to go with um, what to have in a farm pickup or a mom vehicle. So um, years ago when I started the Safety Sunday, we always have fire extinguishers in every vehicle. Um, most equipment has it on the ladder, but in every vehicle, um, we have a tourniquet, we have a fire extinguisher, and we also keep Benadryl. Our our family is terribly allergic to nuts, so that's one reason we always keep Benadryl. But another reason is there's so many things that can cause allergies out there. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know you're allergic to something and you're somewhere without Benadryl, it's really not that fun. Granted, yeah. you're going to go sleepy night-night, but... At least you're not going to be having a reaction. Right. 
let's see what else do we have in the um i think mental health is also big especially oh, this time of year. sorry oh, for no go ahead yeah same first aid kits very important first aid kits plus all those extras that you mentioned yes for sure um talking about mental health that's i think that's friday's brain health mental health um very, very important. The suicide rate for farmers and the mental health issues with farmers is incredibly high mm-hmm. comparatively to other um, occupations. And um, a lot of times as farmers, we're taught to like bear down and be grit tough. it, be tough. Yeah. And so as we go into this harvest season, just be really cautious, conscious, conscious mm-hmm. of those around you, um, how they're behaving how, you know, harvest is stressful. We are facing a devastating crop this year. Um, I expect our beans to (laughs) yield higher than our corn. And um, that's not going to be fun. And fortunate for us, we really just know it's coming and there's nothing we can do about it. But there will be some people out there that financially are going to have a really hard time. Um, And And I think it's it's okay to say, how are you? Yeah. Some people, some people need that, those three words in their day. And even if it's to say, you know, not that great, pretty, pretty shitty day. Like then you can, then it opens it up to where maybe they'll talk about it. Right. And you can be real honest and say like, no, really, how are you? Right. Because some people just say good, no matter Mm -hmm. what. Aren't we trained that way? Yep. It said, this is from a while ago, from 2020, so the, the percentages might have changed, but 66% of farm deaths in 2019 were farmers over 60. So that didn't have to, anything to do with suicide, but just be aware the older your parents are or that mm-hmm. older generation, like know where they're at. Right. Another tip. Um, so I used to be, I used to work in an optometrist's office, and so I'm very picky about eyeballs. Mm-hmm. So sunglasses, protective eyewear, um, you only get one set of eyes. That is such a precious sense that we have. So if you um, don't wear sunglasses, I highly suggest into checking into some UVB protection of some sort for your eyeballs. When you're welding, don't mess around with that. Welders burn. I've seen so many men come in with that, and that's the most painful thing ever. I cannot even imagine. No. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Or like getting metal in your eye. I mean, your corneas, they're just so sensitive. So eye protection at all times is huge for me. Um, What else do we have here? So Jordan right now is doing some contract work with the company locally, and their safety regulations are so crazy. Coming from an operation who we where we just do the best that we can and the best well, that we can. Well, they're probably like OSHA can. have to be that way. Oh, my gosh yellow or orange and yellow neon vests, hard hats, safety sunglasses. Um, all of our guys have to wear it. They have to go. They have morning stretching meetings and all of this stuff, which is so bizarre in our world, right? Right. But, um, Jordan, for them. Yeah. Jordan just got all of our farm guys neon shirts. And I'm actually really excited as much as I hate the color neon yellow. Um, one of my colors, but I know, but I'm excited for our guys. Like we're backing up tractors, we're hooking up equipment, we're putting headers on, we're we're driving down the road. At least they, as humans, have neon on. It's not mm-hmm. like we're making them wear vests or anything, but they have a really bright shirt where the chances of them being spotted are that much higher. Right. And I'm, I'm actually grateful for that. Right. So you just talked about backing up and stuff. One thing that we drill into our kids' head is never think that they can see you. Never assume a driver can see you. And we've always taught Bodhi, especially since he rides a dirt bike around the yard. 
um, you need to make eye contact. You need to make sure Chad sees you when he's in his truck. And then if you know people are coming in the yard, get back to the house. If you see trucks coming in, I don't care if you're on your bike, if you're walking, whatever it is, you need to come back to the house and we need to make sure everybody knows that you guys are outside playing. And our guys are really, really good. With the Farm Smart Podcast, we're not just talking change, we're making change together. Farm Smart is where sustainability meets opportunity. We're helping growers leverage sustainable practices and products to record positive environmental impacts and provide new revenue streams. Tune in to learn more about sustainable ag and the opportunities and incentives that are enabling us to get to the future faster. Get the Farm Smart Podcast on your favorite streaming platform or at nutrientagsolutions.com slash farmsmart. About it. But it's something that you still have to remind people of. Yeah, and especially I, new people that, like, we have a new guy that's helping, and he didn't know we had three kids. And it's like, yeah, you always have to be watching in our yard for kids, please. Yeah, and the thing, too, I was just reading a statistic online that a high majority of the deaths on farms or injuries on farms are from visitors. Mm-hmm. So we can preach all we can about our own families, about our own kids and about our own guys, but we always just have to be super hyper aware of anyone else that's around as well. Mm-hmm. And I have a, we have a family friend that they don't, they don't allow any kids that come over to their house, ride ATVs or anything. She just said like, I'm not going to have that on, on me if they don't know what they're doing. She said, that's just a rule at our house. If you have friends over that don't that have never done that before, they don't get to do it. They don't get to learn here. I think that that is a great rule. Yeah. Which, I mean, I, w- I would be not upset because I know accidents happen, but if Bodhi went somewhere and learned how to, I don't know, run a jet ski without me being there, I would probably be upset because that's a kind of a big deal. Um, I um, mean, another thing we we do not ever allow in our house is walking between a trailer and whatever it's hooked to. Nope, no under tires, no hiding. Um, a little kid just in the parking lot at a bog. Hide and seek in the shop there. when there's a lot of equipment. It doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. And I I'm probably pretty mean about it, but that's the only way you can get it through to your kids. Like your kids almost have to be so aware that they're scared of it. The older they get, the more they'll understand. Right. But I mean, like with Rowdy, when it was a year ago, but they had the planter in the shop and their work rebuilding it or whatever. And he was trying to ride a scooter under it, which he was little enough. But I'm like, no, like daddy has the PTO up or the, the three point up. If that falls while you're under there, you would die. Would you miss mommy? And it's like, some people might think that's gruff, but that's very, I mean, that's the only way you can get a kid to understand at that age. Yeah. And I think too, our hard rule is if anything's running also, like that's another, like in addition to stuff you were saying, if anything is running, if any lifts are up, but usually if lifts are up, things are running Mm -hmm. and it's, we freeze. Like if we're walking, all of us that we freeze and then we back up and my kids have learned to listen really well because we are still like, this is very dangerous. Mm -hmm you cannot do this. Like we're just so stern. And so if anything, teach your kids as young as possible to just be super aware. And I do think by being aware around farm equipment and moving, moving pieces of either equipment or cars, um, on the farm, I do think that those skills that our kids learn will move into life with them. Right. Um, one thing that, so when I run the grain cart or anything in general, the kids like buttons, right? 
that's just their natural instinct to touch buttons. And so I, uh, we say the buttons, buttons are for the operator. I don't ever want to tell them don't touch them because if I'm outside or Bart is outside of the vehicle or the equipment and they, we need them to do something if we're in yeah, a button. Not at all. Yeah. I don't want them to be scared of the buttons because mom always said no. Good point. Yeah. And so that's a big one for us. And PTO, PTO safety is huge. That's a big no-no at our house. You don't go near the PTO. Everybody on our, I mean, Rowdy's Ford knows what a PTO is. Oh, and all the like really scary stories. We use a lot of augers and a lot of bin safety. We, we put all of the properties in. Um, I know that's different from you guys Mm -hmm. and bags and whatnot. We have lots of augers running. We have lots of pieces that, that your pants can get caught on. And so definitely like clothing safety, not wearing loose clothing around equipment and just understanding that when something's running, it is dangerous. Absolutely. No matter who's operating it, if it's sitting idle, it can be a dangerous tool. It doesn't have to be, but it can be. Right. And at eight, six, and two, my kids, it actually is dangerous. Oh, of course. I mean, it's dangerous for us, let alone our children. So those are just a few tips that we have, but it is bringing awareness, bringing some awareness, awareness, some light. Um, I do think farm and ranch families are some of the safest people, the most hyper aware people on this earth, but accidents still do happen. And so know that you are not prone to, you are not above an accident. So just always be hyper aware, inform your kids. It's okay to maybe scare them a little, inform (laughs) yourself, try to get education where you can and definitely be safe. Yep. We're wishing you guys the best and most safe harvest season. And we are excited to dive into some more farm wife things next week. Catch you later. Later. Subscribe to the Farm Smart Podcast on your favorite streaming platform or at nutrientagsolutions.com slash farm smart. We sure appreciate all of you listening today. You can follow us on Instagram at farmwifeguru and at Kylie Epperson underscore. Be sure to follow or subscribe to Midwest Farm Wives podcast on your favorite podcast streaming app. And remember, every day may not be good, but there is some good in each day. Stay grateful, friends.